Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Supergirl TV Talk, the podcast where we discuss CBS's superhero TV outing, Supergirl. I'm Frank. And I'm Tim. We're back, and we are not talking about Supergirl the movie tonight. Um, We are recording, uh, as we're recording, it is Thursday night, and uh, this will be going up uh, very shortly after we record. It is our news alert. And we've had a... um the dam has broken on oh, yeah. casting. Yeah, well um, put. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. she wasn't there to stop it yet. So Exactly. You know. Exactly. Um, yeah. A, a Supergirl jokes on I got a it. Supergirl podcast. I got it. Caliber radio. High caliber radio. Okay. This is this is this is what radio is meant to be. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but it, it appears uh yeah, we have a lot of uh casting news, a ton of casting news. Um and we just couldn't let any more time go by without coming to you guys and uh providing you with an update. And uh so that's what we'll be doing tonight. We are just talking news uh and our reactions to it. We'll be back next time with our our Supergirl the movie talk uh unless unless something really big happens between now and then but why don't we jump right in and and get to the first story uh so entertainment weekly is confirming that supergirl has received a series commitment i had we had heard that before um but we are we've gotten it confirmed once again um and they have confirmed that it will premiere as part of the 2015 fall season um again we we assumed that but now that is coming from entertainment weekly and they seem pretty sure about it um this came with um a bunch of other um uh, details about other pilots that will be launching this fall and they have Supergirl listed among them and, and they once again confirmed that it's a serious commitment. Um, they're also confirming that uh, we've got Greg Berlanti and Ali Adler um, writing and producing and then Andrew Kreisberg and um, Sarah Schechter also producing. Uh, so it, it confirms a lot of what we knew already, but um, it also um kind of says that some of the things we were assuming um, we can go ahead and, and now consider that pretty much fact um, that it will be coming this fall and it is already a serious commitment. So um, that is exciting. And obviously you've got the whole staff of flash and arrow uh, pretty much the whole production staff, uh, all the producers that is to say um, who are on board here. Yeah. Um, well said, Frank, well said. Um, I have nothing really to add to that. <laughs> Um, I have no opinion. I'm glad I got a full series. That's yeah. like that's huge, actually. Yeah, and like we said, you know what? We'll, we'll, we, it still remains to be seen exactly what that will mean. Whether that's 13 or we get they get the back nine and they go full 22, but um, still, even 13, still. even 13 episodes is it's a gamble for a show that's going to be expensive because I mean, like we have Flash and we have Arrow and we have Constantine and Gotham and all these shows, but flying effects are expensive. Yeah, and the pilot hasn't even been shot yet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, a huge vote of confidence uh, from the network uh, on yeah. this show. So yeah, Greg Berlanti's kind of winning television right now. Yeah, um, he really is. He's dominating right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole team. Him. I mean, all all these guys are working on yeah, on, on these shows. And Adler, yeah, all of them. Yeah, all very much. Schechter. Yeah. So it's it's uh, this is great. This is great for them. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, moving on, casting news. Oh, yes. Starting, starting with Supergirl's mom. Oh. Uh, oh, her real mom, of course, not her right. adopted mother. Um, but Laura Benanti will be playing Allura Zor-El, birth mother of Kara. Um, she is said to be a strong noblewoman. Allura sends Kara back to Earth to escape Krypton's destruction. Well, spoiler if you didn't know that Krypton blew up. <laughs> Uh, her wisdom and guidance echoes across space and time, providing invaluable guidance to Kara. She basically sounds like the Jorel to yeah, it does sound like that, doesn't it? Yeah, Supergirl. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you would imagine that we're going to be seeing a lot of her in some kind of computer digitization form. I don't yes. know if they're going crystals. I was wondering Something. about this the other day. Are we going to go Krypton crystal route, or are we going to go in a new direction? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, we'll see. I guess if if they decide to keep that same sort of device from the uh, the you know the Donner era, um, or or if they go in a different direction. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, uh, Benanti, if you if you don't know who she is, she's most famous for uh, her uh, revival of gypsy on broadway which she won a tony mm-hmm. for uh That's and right. she has a continuing recurring role on abc's nashville um which is pretty cool um ew actually caught up with her for um just very brief questions and they asked uh if you didn't have enough on your plate you were recently cast in cbs's supergirl as Kara, melissa benoit's kryptonian mother what can you say about that project and she went on to say it's very early on so i wouldn't feel comfortable saying anything other than our mere nine year age difference will will make sense on krypton age doesn't necessarily matter a lot of people on twitter were like she's too young to be her mom but it will all make sense once you see the show um I don't really know what she means by that, Frank. I think I think she means that um kind of what I think this ties back into her maybe being uh like uh you know computer a computer voice of Alora or something like that where everyone's like but she looks too young how can she be Kara's mom if Kara's like 20 something and then this woman is is uh you know only 30 something um right. well I, actually if she blew up and it is like you the, the digitization then she'd be the age that she had Kara uh, well, no, there'd be no because Kara leaves when she's a teenager. She doesn't leave when she's a baby. Never mind. She leaves when she's a teenager, but she yeah. will be twenty-four on this show. So it's like ten years later still. Yeah, um, but even if if well, you know what? Real life age differences don't matter at all. Sean Connery played um, yes, Harrison Ford. I, I think what in, she's saying is in, there's in some Jones. They're only twelve years apart. It's yeah. true, but I think what she's saying is that there's a reason in the show, and I think that reason is that while Kara has aged another ten years and is now twenty-four. Um, uh, Allura has not aged because she's just a you know a mirage or a vision of Allura. Right, so right. yeah, that, so that's why that, there's yeah. That's what yeah. I was originally getting to. But yeah, then, exactly. My flaw, but my flaw in that logic was if she left as a teenager and they're only nine years apart, that I think people are like, you would have been nine when she no 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 had her not that's nine years I, apart in real life, but not the characters. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah. But people yeah. are saying she's too young, so I like there's a. Yeah, I think people are just not understanding that that uh, um, she would remain young because she's dead. Yeah, which is a sentence because we don't know for really sure that makes sense out of context. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. they we don't know for sure that she's dead, but like it seems like that's probably likely. So, right. um, so there you go. Okay. More casting news, though. Uh, we've got Cat Grant, Callista Flockhart, TV's own Ally McBeal. 
uh, will be playing Cat Grant. Uh, this is a really interesting choice because in the past, Cat Grant has been sort of, you know, the same age as like Clark, and and she was a Daily Planet gossip columnist and and a potential love interest for Clark. Um, and it seems like in this version, she's uh, just like a few years older, probably than than Clark will will be. Um, and she's being described as, and we've said this before, but a self made media magnate and co and founder of Cat Co. Um, Cat Grant starts her career as a reporter and built her company into a global powerhouse. Um, where and Kara works at Catco as her assistant. So uh, I said last time that this is kind of sounding like she is sort of the Ariana Huffington uh, who who builds her own you know media empire. Yeah. Um, and and this kind of confirms that for me um, that if they're having Calissa Flockhart, who is a few you know just a few years older than than the rest of this cast, she's not the same age as as uh you know Kara and and Clark are clearly mm-hmm. um she's got just a couple of years on them so it seems to me that yeah she probably is that sort of you know Huffington type um role where she she paid her dues she worked her way up and now she's the head of her own her own company um and it's a it's a global global powerhouse it's described as so that's really cool excited to see Felista clock uh, uh, Felista. <laughs> i'm all flustered um it, to see Callista flockhart uh back on the small screen and uh yeah uh i guess this uh this this makes me wonder if uh, we're gonna see uh, Indiana Jones be in this somehow. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, speaking of Indiana Jones and age differences, yeah, yeah, right. right. Um, oh, for those of you who don't know, Close Fockhart is married to Harrison Ford. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, uh, you know, one thing I, I meant to say when we were talking about Laura Benanti a moment ago, mm-hmm. um, we've now got Laura Benanti, who is a Tony winning actress. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in NBC's The Sound of Music in 2013, right. um, <clears throat> and we have Melissa Benoist, who uh, was on Glee. And on the Flash musical episode, on the Flash we have Grant Gustin who was on Glee. Like, come on, man, we got to have a musical crossover. Jesse L. Martin, of course. Mm -hmm. So we have to have we have to have a musical crossover episode. Music Meister, Music Meister lives. I would really like to see a musical episode with Jesse L. Martin and um, uh, Lara Benanti. That would be that would be fantastic. Alora singing with. uh, Detective West. What an interesting, what an interesting song that would be. That would be bizarre, <laughs> and that will never happen. <laughs> unfortunately, I can dream. I can dream. You can dream. You can dream the impossible dream. The impossible dream. Oh, I right. hate you. Now it's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any other casting news? Um. Uh. Yes. Well, we do. I just actually wanted to point out one thing. Oh, on sure. Callista Flockhart. I like it. Because it reminds me, I just now I want to see the Devil Wears Prada with Supergirl. That's what it, right. That's what I think right. of, like the way she's described. I'm like, so it's like Anna Wintour, um Yep, Devil Wears. That's Prada interesting. Type. Yep, yeah. In the Anne ha- and and then Melissa Benoit Supergirl in the Anne Hathaway role. I'm just I would really like to see that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now I get it as a show. This is fabulous. Go get um, me the Seven Fifty Shades of Grey book. <laughs> um, I had a joke in there and I lost it, so I'm just going to move on. Oh, I'm um, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, I had a joke about what you said, but then I just totally lost it, so it's fine. <laughs> um, all right, so next up on the casting news, this was just released today. Um, Alex Danvers and Hank Henshaw have also been cast. So much casting news. This is fabulous. Um, 
Grey's Anatomy alum Kyler Lee uh, and David Harewood of Homeland fame have both been cast in their roles, respectively. Uh, Lee will play Alexandra, quote, Alex Danvers, Kara's foster sister. Um, Alex develops this lifelong, we've been over this, Alex develops this obsession with science and um, becomes a doctor, which is actually not what we had originally heard. Do you remember she was supposed to she was supposed to be some a, um agent? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, so it looks like the either our either our information was wrong to begin with, um, or this information is wrong, or they are changing how the show is they're changing the evolution of the show. Um I'm curious. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm the evolution of the characters of that's what I meant. Um so I I'm curious as to which one is correct i'm assuming this one is since it's the newest yeah but, uh but, i agree yeah yeah i think this is the updated information wait, what? um i think Say this is again. the most updated information and uh this is this there may have been some shifts maybe they uh have have done some rewrites and, and landed on a new uh a new idea for the character maybe i don't know either way i'm excited i'm more excited actually about david harewood because homeland yes. is a fabulous show and he's awesome oh um, he's he was fantastic on that show i was a huge fan of his i didn't know that he's british what really he is a brit oh i hope he's british on this show let's have some diversity folks that'd be really interesting a british yeah. hank henshaw mm. well i mean hank henshaw is traditionally also um you know to like jimmy is also traditionally white and so yeah um, I'm sure yep. you're gonna. I'm sure there will be a couple of fanboy like, well, how is he supposed to be yeah, cyborg Superman? And um, to that, I say he doesn't actually look like Superman before when right. he's Hank Henshaw. Right. So yeah. So if if they have him becoming a cyborg Superman at any point in this show, which we have no indication of that whatsoever. No. But if it were to happen, if he's a cyborg, like what? what that's the least of your. Come on. That's the least of our. Concerns. He didn't even in the original story. He didn't look like Superman before he was a cyborg anyway. So no, he looks like Mister Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So it doesn't matter what he looks like before. Get over it. Right. Um, amen. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, that wasn't directed at you, obviously. That was no, directed I know at people. No, I because I started yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, he's a one-time CIA agent, now runs Department of Extra Normal Operations, otherwise known as the DEO, which tracks extraterrestrial threats on planet Earth. That was also new information because originally it just said super, sa- super shady secret government organization. That's right. But the That's DEO right. is an established DC Universe yes. organization. Um, how do I – okay. To, we'll do this the Marvel to DC way. Argus is mm. DC's version of S.H.I.E.L.D., Yes. And um, the DEO is DC's version of S.W.O.R.D. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is Marvel's, you know, yep. extraterrestrial thing, which I just think it's funny that there's a S.W.O.R.D. and S.H.I.E.L.D. That's S.W.O.R.D. Clever. and S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a bigger DC guy, but I I, I prop Marvel on that. That's clever. yeah. <laughs> um, and so um, – and so, actually, it's traditional that a guy named uh, what's his name Bones, I think it's Bones, not of Star Trek, um, <laughs> usually runs the DEO. So I'm curious where they'll go with that too. But either way, exciting, exciting news. These are both terrific actors and one actor and actress. They're just really top notch. So I'm excited for this. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is great stuff. Great, great stuff. Well, why don't you tell us about? The really great thing that came oh. out earlier this week. Yeah, this this really got people excited. Uh, so there was a casting call 
uh, for Superman himself. Now, before you get too excited. <laughs> but Frank, I'm already jumping up and down. Why? I know, and that's what everyone, all the headlines were like, Superman to, to appear in Supergirl, and everyone went crazy. You got you to look closer, because they're looking for a body double. It uh, says, uh, here's what the actual casting call said. We are looking for a body double for a DC comic superhero. You must be available for an interview this Thursday, and if, which is today as we're recording. And if selected, will work several days during March. This is for a CBS pilot. Um, you should be 5'11 or taller and be square-jawed and have a ripped physique. Uh, so this is really exciting. We're going to see Superman in some capacity mm-hmm. in this show extremely exciting i for one i mean i couldn't be any happier about it um i am a little it definitely piques my curiosity um as to how this is going to work how is just why is it just a body double why are they not looking for someone who actually looks like him uh or you know who's not actually why they're not actually casting an actor in the role what's the uh what's the plan here i guess i know all the reasons why but i'd love to know what the plan is and how this figures into the show and how he will appear can i offer my guess yes please okay my understanding of this is that superman goes off world often um and so i think this is going to be a kara i have to go away no so here's this here's this uniform that i got for you please protect earth in my absence sincerely your cousin superman Um, (laughs) right i don't know why he wrote her a letter but you know (laughs) um Superman's old-fashioned like that. Um, <laughs> um, Space letters. I, that's my understanding, because then that clears the way for... Because every every comic book fan goes, yeah, that happens. You know, right, Superman does right. go off-planet a lot. That's part of the, char- that's part of the character. He's not always yes. in Metropolis. Yes. Um, and then that also clears up the, well, why doesn't Kara just work with him all the time question, you know? That always hit that old chestnut. Um, of and course, then yeah. That, and then that clears up having to uh, pay for somebody to be Superman and then have friends critique the character and, oh, well, if there's a, or, you know, if there's a Superman in this universe, why don't I have a Superman show instead of a Supergirl show? Or, well, yeah. you know, the, that there's a lot of that. And so I think the easy way of something's happening out in the middle of, you know, in the center of the universe, I got to go. And then. Go from there. Yep. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I would sort of be, you know, it, there's a part of me that would be sort of like, but if there is a Superman, why can't I see him? But you know what? That's not the story they're telling. They're telling the Supergirl story. Yeah, and well, who I, knows? Said that, I said that at the series finale of um, Smallville. So yeah, true. true. He's if, right there. Why, why can't, can't I have I him? See him? <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish it was. I, there's a piece of me that wishes Tom Welling would would be the Superman in the show. That would be so freaking great, but there's just, that's a different universe. It can't cross over, but still that would make me so happy just to see him. I would even a, a Tom Welling cameo in a different role would make me really, really happy. Yeah. Actually, I just, uh, this is kind of on top, but I was just watching a movie that had Dean Kane in it and I didn't oh, know yeah, he was in yeah. it. He just popped up and he was like a super dick in the movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> awful, awful human being. Really? Like, well, like his girlfriend says that she has cancer and he's and his response is this couldn't wait to tell me until tomorrow. Oh like, my god. It's like he's awful. Terrible awful human. human being. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, but Superman, why are you being so mean? Like, I just couldn't help it. Like there's a little part of me, that tiny child that we were up watching Lois and Clark. I was like, but why <laughs> Superman? Why? <laughs> so I mean 
I don't really remember why I point to that, but it was a good story. So I'm going to stick to it. Nice. Yep. Um, anything to add? Anything to add? Um, no, I don't think so. What's the uh, what's next? Okay. Well, we're out of casting news. That's right. Um, but the news source comic book resources did get a chance to talk to Melissa Benoist at the Spirit Awards this past mm-hmm. Sunday, and so they, you know, they talked. They asked her what it was like, you know, how she felt, all that stuff, and she said. What's so wonderful about her is that she's such a relatable character amongst all her powers. What I'm most excited about is telling a story about a human being really realizing their potential and their strength. And I think that's something that not that everyone will root for and want in their own lives. I'm really excited about that. And so, which is good. I'm glad that she, you know, thinks the character is relatable. I'd be be hopeful, you know. Be awful if she was like, I don't get this character at all, so we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she didn't confirm whether she was suiting up as Supergirl or not, but I mean, one would assume that she is. This isn't, you know, this isn't the days of, you know, Singer's X Men where it was like, oh, well, are they actually in costumes? You know, are we allowed to do that? Or, you know, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher of like, well, I wore a black coat, oh. so obviously I'm the Punisher, <laughs> you know. Um, it's not those days, you know, they wear costumes and they're proud to wear them. And so, um, but she did confirm, but anyway, Benoist did confirm that they were looking at various, she was looking at various comic book versions. And so she says, it's a little daunting, um, but it's good. I like being pushed. I work well under pressure. Um, And finally uh, she added how she felt about the high profile gig. She says, I think if I told my five-year-old self that this would be happening in this period of time, I would not have believed you because it's really wonderful. I feel so privileged to be working and doing what I've always loved to do since I was four years old. I'm a little overwhelmed by it, to be honest. Um, so you just seem so lovely. Um, so I'm excited, you know, even when you talk, she's just kind of happy to be alive, it seems. And I like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like that too. I did. Good attitude. And, and I did finally get to see Whiplash. And she she was had a very small part, but I she liked did. She was instantly charming. She was charming. She was very charming. She's very charming. There was like, one scene in particular where she goes on a date with, with this guy, not to spoil anything, but she just, it was a really nice character moment. And she was very, very charming. And I'm just very, very natural. And I'm really, really excited to see her in this role. I just do want to do this like weird. I can do this weird degrees of separation thing. You ready for this? Go for it. Okay. So Melissa Benoit go in the movie goes on a date with um, Miles Teller, who yep. is play who's going to play Mister Fantastic in Fox's reboot of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. So Supergirl kind of went on a date with Mister Fantastic, Fantastic, which is fun. Yep. However, Mister Fa- Miles Teller is playing Mister Fantastic, in which Hank Henshaw is a copy of that character who is going to be in the Supergirl TV uh, show. What? That had nothing to do with anything, but I just thought of it. <laughs> just blew my mind, sir. I know. I'm just blew my mind. Blew it away. Pieces, pieces of my mind all over the wall. Okay, very, well, very violent. Um, why don't you? Why don't you talk about the very? Let's talk about that very last piece of news oh, that we okay, so you about, just, which is literally minutes old. Yeah, I as as we were before we started. Yeah, as we were recording, Tim just told this to me like 
30 minutes ago. Uh, so another late night, another big story. Deadline is now reporting that the CW is in the early stages of developing an additional Flash Arrow spinoff series with Berlanti, Kreisberg, Guggenheim at the helm. This potential series would put the focus on several fan-favorite characters already established in the Arrow-Flash universe, including you know Brandon Routh, Victor Garber, Wentworth Miller, Katie Lotz. This is like really exciting to me because this happens in the arrow flash universe which means we could very well see supergirl characters in this show at some point in the future if these shows are as as i believe they are in the same universe yeah i'll be curious you know actually i was wondering about that even when they said they were the body double of superman it intrigues me because i'm like so is superman established in these if, yeah. If Supergirl is in the universe, that means Superman is in this universe, which means that it, you know that raises a lot of questions about being established and not established and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. But however, they're calling it a superhero team up show. It to me, it yes. sounds like a Justice League television show. Uh, maybe. I mean, it it it, it seems more like well, it's, not not the the Super Seven. You know, no, lineup. not the Super Seven, but yeah. Um, you know, like Justice League International. Lineup, Something like you know? that. Yeah, yeah. It almost seems like a sidekick show. Justice League Detroit. Um, never call Firestorm a, a sidekick. How dare you? I didn't say Firestorm was. You're right. But um, right. but like if it if it's like, well, if it's got Brandon Routh, you know, then then yeah, then I guess not really sidekick show. But yeah, more like the second string. It's yeah. it's like Justice League Unlimited without the Justice the seven League Detroit yeah or something like yeah that. Detroit yeah. yeah um no but you're right it's like Justice it's like those episodes of Justice League Unlimited with the you know the side characters yes um but some of the I mean but it's an interesting concept and I'll be very curious one I'll be curious to see how it is whether Supergirl is in it or not yep but if they are talking about a coexisting universe on multiple networks then I'll be really curious really. Um, who knows? Um, the moment Amanda Waller shows up on Supergirl, that's when you know that the universe totally. is connected. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, I'm so excited. I am so excited. Oh, man. That was that was a lot of news. It was. It was a good week for news. And you oh, know, as yes, soon as we put this out, there's going to be more news. There will be more. There because will be that's more. That's what happened last time we recorded. And I think it was the next day that, yep. the, that Allura Lit- was cast. Um, or or the body double wasn't or was needed. Something no, like, it was it was Alora. It was Alora. I, I just went back and looked at our Twitter. Yeah, it yep. came out the day after we we yep. uh, we yep. we published uh, the last episode. So uh, wanted to get another one out real quick uh, while we could and uh, give you guys all the news. I am really Tim. Are you even more excited about the show than you have been so far? Because I sure am. Yeah, I was excited before, and I mean, like that sounds like. I was excited before, even though we're doing this podcast. I really was, but yeah. I don't get super excited until I don't get I, I don't get really excited until I see the cast. I'm yeah, like, I'd like to know who I'm going to be watching, even if I've never heard of you before. I like to imagine. Yeah, um, because that's when it starts to become real, right? Exactly. Like it's not like someone's playing a game with me, you know? Right. Um, and then after that, it's when I see that for it's when I see those first promotional picks, costumes, sets, all that stuff. Totally. That's that's when I'm like, all right, now I'm jazz. Let's go. Even before trailers or anything like that, I'm all about that first picture. I you know. Yep. Let me see what they're gonna look like. 
I mean, I even got excited when I saw Melissa Benoist with blonde hair. I was like, that's what she's going to look like. That's right. Her hair is blonde now. She was at the Spirit Awards this past weekend. And, uh, and yeah, she, uh, she was, uh, in blonde hair and, uh, everyone was like, ah, there she is as a blonde. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, there's some exciting things. There's some real exciting things going on here with the show. And I, I think, so it, it, it did say in the description for the Superman body double casting, they did say, uh, we'll work a few days in March. So to me, that says they're shooting in March. Super, uh, Superman's in the pilot in some capacity. Um, even, and, and for all we know, it could just be like B-roll footage of Superman on the TV or something, you know, like that we barely even get to see. Um, who knows what, what it might be. It might be any number of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the point is, uh, they're shooting in March, it seems like. Because someone on Twitter had asked me a few days ago um, at our Twitter, at TV Supergirl, you know, when will they be shooting and when will it air? And I said, probably going to shoot in the next month or two and, and air in the fall likely September or October, mm-hmm. and everything we've seen this week is confirming that. It seems like they're probably going to shoot in March. Yep. March, April. Um, we'll probably see something teased in May for uh, the upfronts, and then we'll probably be premiering in September uh, or October. So, so far, everything's lining up. Yep. So, far. oh my God, we didn't mention this last time. This was terrible, and I completely forgot. Did we talk about Winslow Shout last time? Uh, Winslow Shout. Uh, I mean, we mentioned him, I but there was I I uh, there was news, wasn't there? Um. Well, I, well, I think when we just that we through- know he's gonna he's gonna make the uh, apparently he's going to be. She will wear a costume, and he's going to make it. Was oh, what, was so news. we did mention. I couldn't remember. I had this moment of pain. You know, I'm not sure. Like, I can't remember if we mentioned it on the show or if if it uh, was in our we, own conversation. Yeah, and and it, yeah, and I, I definitely had some interactions with people on Twitter um, about it um, as well. So I, I don't remember if we actually mentioned it or if yeah, or if it was just a. Okay, well, if we did happen offline, if we didn't, we'll do it again. Winslow yep. Shot, otherwise known as the villain Toy Man, uh, yes. in the comics universe, is said to be a twenty-something tech whiz. You know. Basically, the felicity uh, for if you watch Arrow, it's the felicity to Oliver. Is yeah, the, he's going to be that guy to, or maybe um, to the Hera. maybe the Edward Nigma, or maybe from, the more from Edward, Gotham, or maybe the more Edward, right because the villain actually who becomes a, a villain. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. But apparently, he's the guy that makes her costume. Um, so I guess it wouldn't be in a letter from Superman, actually. Um, well, that's what the audition tapes had led people to believe. Um, yeah. That- audition tapes are... I was actually a little surprised that people were as like, oh, it's in the audition tapes. This, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah, but some audition, some audition tapes, they do scripts from other things They that yep. characters or, are similar. You know? Yeah, or, or they, they do super stuff. early drafts, mm-hmm. you know, or they just write the one scene and then later realize that it makes no sense in the, in the larger context. If you watch the, you know, I don't know. The one that comes to mind um, for me is like you watch the audition tapes for the original cast of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and they're saying dialogue that was never in any of the movies. Um, yeah. But but you know it was just sort of like George Lucas's concept. So th- those things always change. But um, and th- and even like Alex Danvers, it seems like her character has changed a little bit. Yep. Um, probably probably as a result, um, somewhat as a result of of you know like seeing how how audition tapes and screen testing is going they're probably like uh actually we're gonna change that and rewrite it and whatever right um right but 
but uh, it yeah, seems like anyway. in the few next few weeks we'll probably have our cast fleshed out totally. There's only you know a few, um, only a couple of roles that haven't really been totally. Uh, yeah, her, cast adop- yet. her adopted parents haven't been. Yeah, and but actually, from that big that big cast list of character descriptions that we've been like, okay, these are the people that are going to be in it. That's yeah. it. They've, That's they've it. You're it. right. They've I'm looking back at everybody else. Yeah. Last week's the people we talked about in the last show, they're all cast except for the lumberjack. The Yep. Except for the lumberjack and, and I, they cast the mom. So you like now, cast you know, the mom. yeah. So yeah. now, you know, we're getting, you know, we're going to get to, I mean, one would assume that her father is also going to get cast at some point. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, either way, this is very, who will be Zorel, and will Zorel be a good guy or a bad guy in this version? He's been both. He has been both. Um, maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe he, like I said, maybe he is Cyborg Superman. I maybe don't he know. is. Who knows? Maybe Hank Henshaw is actually Zorel. I don't know. I want to know, but I yeah. don't know yet. So that's about it from us. Yeah, actually, before we go, thank you guys so much. Um, you can reach us at. A uh, number of places. Uh, one of those places is uh, SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. And actually, listener Ted did write to us. <gasps> Ted. Ted wrote to us. I love that. Uh, he said it was okay to... Yeah, Ted's a good name. Um, he said it was okay to read this email on the show, so I, I thought I'd go ahead and do it. And Tim, I don't think you have any context for this because I, I, I want you to have a, f- a f- blank slate for this. Okay. I'm so, ready. Ted says, uh, enjoy the two podcasts so far. Keep up the good work. Fanboy question of the day. Okay. What time slot will Supergirl be put in? And so he says, I got to figure it's an 8 p.m. show. Mm-hmm. Currently in that time slot, Gotham has Monday. Flash has Tuesday. Arrow has Wednesday. And that leaves Thursday and Friday if they don't want to split the audience up. Right? Mm-hmm. So far, following? Yep. Okay. So, and of course, this is Gotham is on Monday, but that's Fox. And then Flash has Tuesday, Arrow is Wednesday, and that's the CW. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has Tuesday at 9. Don't forget. Right, but that's Marvel. Yeah. We're just talking about. If you're talking superhero shows. Well, we're just talking. He's just talking the, the, just DC. Like, well, DC. Well, Constantine has Friday at 10. Very true. And and I don't think he mentioned that here. So, but, but he goes on. Okay. Uh, Thursday is, uh, Either Big Bang Theory or CBS or, or football for CBS mm-hmm. on Thursdays. Right. So they probably don't want to put it then. My conclusion is they'll go with Friday at eight, giving CBS Supergirl, uh, and then Hawaii Five O, and then and then Blue Bloods. So in his lineup, it'd be Gotham Monday, Flash Tuesday, Arrow Wednesday, uh, nothing on Thursday, and then uh, and then uh, Supergirl on Friday. Uh, and he goes kind of like the classic CBS lineup of uh, the 80s with Dukes of Hazard, Magnum P.I. in Dallas. Um, but these shows will be closer in style. Thoughts? And then he has another question. But but before we get there, I, I'm I'm not sure I agree with them, uh, them putting it on Friday at 8. Fridays don't – people aren't in on Friday the same way they used to be for so television. For, yeah. Here's not the, like I mean, TGI, like, so, so I not like the TGIF understand, days. It's not – exactly. It's not like the TGIF days. I understand his logic – perfectly ted i think i I think that makes sense like i i don't think they want to split up the audience either um but i also don't know that um i also don't know that the friday is the best time slot for because friday is kind of considered one of the death slots Mm -hmm. you know that's where a lot of shows go to die um so premiering on a friday um is is not necessarily the best place for it i'm not i'm not sure they would do that i i could see um 
you know, it depends what they want to do with Big Bang, um, which I I think is. I think oh, has a couple, they have multiple season. Renewals. I was going to say they have yeah. like at least two more seasons. No, they're uh, on go. seven and they've been renewed up till 10. Okay. There you go. Um, I wasn't sure if it was nine or 10. So there it's you go. 10, yeah. So, so they're not going anywhere. Um, it's, it's one of their biggest, it's, it's, it's like the biggest show right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I don't see them moving it, especially, you know, with football too. Um, so I, I'm going to say that it's, it's either going to go one of the other nights, um, uh, I doubt it'll go head to head with it, but it might be a 9 p.m. show instead of an 8 p.m. show. Um, it could also be like I don't know what I don't know what they're thinking in terms of like Sunday night programming, but that's also a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sundays are very popular for television. Su- Sunday's a big night. Um, so I I don't know. I, I Friday just doesn't seem right to me. But on the other hand, I don't know. Uh, you know what's what's really better. You know, it, let's keep in mind that even though it's the same team working on on Flash and Arrow, it's a different network, and they're going to put it where they want to put it. But if they're smart, they won't split the audience and be like, "Well, same people who are watching, you know, Flash are probably watching uh, Supergirl, so we don't right. want to put them on at the same time." Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But that's a very interesting, very interesting question he raises um, there. I'm going to hazard a guess uh, go ahead. before you go on. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, please. I want to uh, hear you guess. Um, I'm going to hazard a guess that it's going to be Wednesdays at nine. Okay, so you're saying after Arrow. I'm going to say after Arrow, Wednesdays at 9, because Supernatural is ending. Yep. And that would, and even though it's a different network, um, it would make, it would make sense to, it would make sense for that crowd to follow one to the other. And even though it is a different network, it, it, it is to CBS's detriment that CW doesn't do so well in the ratings because it's also in their network. Right. Um, That's right. So that's where I'm going to, um, Yep, that's where. Interesting. I, I I think that's a. I think that could very well. That could very well be. Yeah, that's um, what I'm going to stick with. Nice. I like it. Um, his next question uh, is: At what point will DC characters? Uh, at what point will DC character based shows begin to compete head to head? Been a lot of talk of an Adam or Firestorm show. Well, I guess we just got the update that there will be sort of a combined show on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at some point, DC hero shows will have to migrate to 9 p.m. with Arrow being the best candidate to do well there. Thoughts. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, it depends you- how many shows end up on CW. True. True. Even across networks, there will be like, they probably don't want them to compete to, to, to keep the audience. But, but yeah, it, right. it, well, they it all does know depend on it, which networks they're on. They all know that it's hitting a lot of the same crowd. Um, yeah. And so, like, I know, like, a lot of people, they, they watch it. Arrow, if they watch Arrow, they're probably going to watch Flash. Yep. Um, and if they're watching Flash and Arrow, they're probably watching Agents of Shield and Agent Carter. And for doing that, they maybe are watching Constantine. But we also have that Krypton show coming out on Sci-Fi. Yep. Um, there's obviously Supergirl. There's maybe this team-up show. There's Gotham, and who knows what else is coming down the pipeline that nobody, know. you know that's nobody's talking about yet. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Let me think about this. My guess is that at one point, I think you're going to see Flash and Arrow back to back. Yeah, I'd like that. I think I'd really like that. Yeah, I think like a Tuesday night, you're going to see Flash at eight and you're going to see Arrow at nine. Yeah. Um, And then, and then that team up show on a Thursday, you know, at nine after Big Bang Theory is over, you know, on CBS. Yep, could very well be. It's it's 
tricky because CW, you know, is is uh, is part owned by by CBS, mm-hmm. right? The C in CW stands for CBS. The W stands for Warner Brothers. Um, so so they are you know they are under the same parent parent company, but they are still two separate operating companies. Right. Um, so it's it's tricky because if they're like I said, if they're smart, they won't compete with one another mm-hmm. um because it is like you said it's the same audience going from one show to the, to the next show to the next show so you don't want to make them choose between shows you want to get them to go from one to the next and change right. the channel and go to the other um but they're also not going to work together necessarily to make that happen the people who are programming program director at, at cbs is not going to be necessarily working with the guys at, at cw uh to be like okay well, let's make sure our shows don't step on each other's toes like they're going to do what they think is best for them mm-hmm. regardless of what anybody else does um so it's um it's it's hard to make these guesses without knowing what's going to happen like if if CBS decides to move Big Bang Theory to a different night, that opens up Thursday night, and then you know, I don't know, yeah, but I, I do I think it. I doubt they'll move that to. A different I, I do night. too. It but does I'm just so saying, well I'm just, at eight o'clock. On I, totally, Thursday. but what I'm saying, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is that it's all dependent on like if one ma- network makes a change, the other one might make a change too mm-hmm. to fill that gap somehow. Um, the, that gap in the in the superhero viewership. Yeah. Um, but I think Ted, these are great questions. I do think that if these shows continue to multiply, there will there will have to be some overlap at some point, mm-hmm. because you know, especially if you bring NBC, if, if NBC gets any more DC shows um, or Fox, um, you know, I, I, ABC will, well, will actually, almost definitely not, but but NBC and Fox could. Yeah. Um, so if they get any more, or even if CW or CBS gets more, um, at some point you're going to run out of slots, and there will have to be two on at the same time. Right. Um, well, Fox is allegedly developing that X Men TV show too. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But that's, I mean, that's they Fox owns rights to X Men, so they can do that. Um, and Actually, and they might license. They another- only own the rights to film the uh, film those characters in cinema, not on television. So they oh, have that's to interesting. Do- so they have to license it from Marvel. Yeah, they'd have to. There's like some weird thing there, so they'd have to do different mutants, or like they can do mutants, but they can't do. Oh, I see. Those mutants. I see. It's something weird. I can't remember the exact deal. Okay. Yeah. Very complex. Then. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. That's cool. I didn't know that. Just learned something. Uh, in any case, there are. It used to be. There used to be a time where there were like no superhero shows on. Then there was like one or two ever mm-hmm. at a time. You know, one one series at a time. Now it's like there's more than I know what to do. I my DVR is full of of you know last couple episodes of Gotham or last couple episodes of Agent Carter at any given time, and I have to play catch up constantly. It's great. It's a great I know, problem to have. A, it's such a great problem. But I know what you mean. People are like, what shows do you watch? I'm like, well, Flash and Arrow and Agents of Shield and Agent Carter, and I'm like. Man, I gotta watch other shows. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can't just watch superhero television. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but all of a sudden, like when you list like four shows, all of a sudden people are looking like, you know, Breaking Bad's a good show too. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's over now. <laughs> but you know, but then I'm like Game of Thrones, and they're like, okay, if you, you watch something different, it's cool. <laughs> fantasy now. Good, excellent. Yeah, yeah, way different. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, nope, I don't think so. Ted, thanks so much for emailing us. Uh, SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us, as many people have been doing, at TV Supergirl. Thanks so much to you guys for uh, for joining us there. Thank you, um, thank you. Give us a shout if you haven't already. And uh, SupergirlTVTalk.com. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Stitcher Radio. Find us anywhere better podcasts are found. Any parting thoughts, Tim? Uh-huh. 
Don't hurt yourself. Nope, I'm going to hurt myself. I can't do oh, it. Oh, God. All right. No. Well, then I'm just going to say good night, goodbye, and uh, up, up, and away. Good, good luck. Yes, indeed. Okay, bye. Bye.